allow to me, allow me to, not allow to me, allow me to explain the situation here. Um, it is a perfect day to podcast. We finally got some freaking rain here in the Twin Cities. Um, and uh, thankfully, my side of town's gotten it. I, I got a buddy down in the Wyzeze. Atham, look this up. Uh, there's a big blotch of blue that would indicate a lake on the map. Called Lake Minnetonka. Those guys have been starving. And my buddy's yard is brown. Mine was getting brown, a little bit brown. But then we've had some rain. And guys, this is like the perfect data podcast. It's almost 11 a.m. And uh, it's dark. It almost it almost feels like night. I slept in till 10, 10, 20. I've only been up about 20 minutes. You guys have to forgive me. And I'm still waking up. Ah, it's tough being me. Kermit the Frog, it's not easy. Green, green. And you see, that was a racial vehicle. Did you see that? Like, it's not easy. That was back in the 70s. It started back then. It's not easy being me. No, it's not. Gotta sleep in, gotta wake up, watch the Ed Lattimore's of the world wake up at 5 a.m. because that's how they drill it in the, in the military. Anyway, so we finally got some rain. It's a beautiful day to podcast. And I'm going to sit, after this, I'm sitting and binging. I did my workout yesterday. I did all the good things. Wrote a high-quality post. I was a good little cappy. And I'm going to binge on Black Dynamite, the cartoon. Which, if you guys haven't seen, I'll go into that later. Um, once I tell you about the situation. Oh, my God, is there a bad? No, there's nothing wrong with the situation. The situation is fine. There's nothing bad. I just want to tell you about the situation in case my computer farts out. So let me explain the situation. Uh, I got my laptop, my backup, my mobile command center recording me uh, on the laptop direct to MP3 with Goldwave. I'm also super chatting or the live streaming, whatever the hell it is you young kids do now with the interwebs. Because uh, I guess I've gotten back into the good graces of uh, God, Emperor, Google, and YouTube that I could do the live stream. And um, my computer took a shit on me yesterday. So I'm testing and trial running and having redundancy and backup all at the same time. So in case my desktop takes a shit, goes away, and this immediately ends, I have my laptop backed up with the MP3, in which case I will upload it, but at the same time, I'm testing out the Super Chats on the original channel because I couldn't do the Super Chats because of the strike against me, so now I have uh, the backup channel, olderbrother.com, or just go youtube.com slash C slash olderbrother. It's insurance policy. It's so sad. It's so sad that it's kind of like the broken window fallacy that when the majority of your investment, you know, consider South Africa, the majority of your investment into your house is crime prevention, <laughs> putting up bars on your house, putting up walls, security system. You know, that money could be that money could be spent on other things. I could be contributing to G GDP in much more fun and productive ways. No, I got to spend my time setting up a fucking backup channel in case the YouTube censors. Oh, my God. He said vagina. He said that's something I don't like. I know that's in the news, but I try to ignore the news, but it directly affects me. In an ironic sense, I just like, I don't care. I don't care. 
Cappy went through the life of hell 10, 15 years ago. And I've learned eh, what's going to happen happens. You know, it's a Spike Spiegel quote. Whatever happens, happens. But damn well near a third of my time is invested, if you can call it that, not in creating and producing new shit, not in advancing or innovating or creating, which I think is what the human race has been born to do. It is going and doubling down, providing redundancy, backing shit up, getting insurance, protecting what uh, modicum of production I have produced. <clears throat> Because of fear that you assholes are going to take it away. Because you guys are going to censor it. You're going to delete it. You said something. A woman who has her master's degree in sociology who works at the Google censor department. She didn't like that. Now I got to worry about this. And on my to-do list right here. To-do list right here. What is it? Is this right here? Where is it? Backup blog. This is... Uh, the to-do list, if you're wondering, you can hear it. The to-do list uh, has an order, has a structure. It's not chaos. The most prominent, important things that have to get done right away are up top. The backup, the blog is is near there, but it's sadly in the second, you know, like we could put that off till tomorrow. But I got to back up my blog. And you assholes... I don't care if you're Google or Facebook or Twitter or whatever the social media is. You uh, censors, and that's what you are. I don't care if they call you media content managers or whatever. You're censors. You're fucking Stasi. If you don't know what that is, maybe you ought to look that up. This this podcast is dedicated to all you employees that have to sift through. And I understand you got a bad job. There's shit in hell you got to look through. Oh my god, I can only imagine. Between terrorist threats and pedophiles, oh my God, child porn. I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Grotesqueness, I know. I understand. I, I, I don't envy your job. But in the end, I mean, you got you got bigger fish to fry than fucking, you know, dickwad over there saying that he wants to kick out people of the country. That's That's the least of your concerns right now. Where the hell was I going with? Oh, so now I have to back up my blog. I have to put it on Amazon, which I'll I'll tip my hat to Amazon and Twitter. Those are the two companies that actually do protect the freedom of speech. It's a private company. We don't shut the fuck up. Twitter and Amazon, like you guys may not like Bezos. You may not like the guy who's over at Twitter. I forget the CEO's name. But you know some? They actually do defend it. They allow people. Amazon allowed Roosh to keep publishing his books no matter what bullshit lies they told about him in the press. Um, what's his name? Alex Jones, still on Twitter. You got to tip your hat to that. And, and Twitter also, I, I know it, it pains them, but they allow Trump on there too. <clears throat> but I, you got to worry about the Googles and the YouTubes. I'm like, God, you said something. It's like, yeah, maybe I should back up my blog. So now I got to put together another... Best of. And I've written some really quality pieces. I've been getting better as I get older, as men typically do. As we typically do, like a fine scotch or a fine wine. And you think I want to do that? You think I want to back up my blog? Can I just leave it there for people to read? No. I got to worry about censors. I got to worry about actual Nazis. I got to worry about actual fascists. But I don't agree with what you wrote. Exactly my point. 
any few employees of the Facebook, YouTube, Fang, Apple sensors and thought police. And that's what you are. You guys are thought police. You are the tax collectors. You deserve to be uh, looked and frowned upon by society. But think about that. I got a back. That's on my. Why is this on my to-do list? Why is back up my blog on my to-do list? Why do I fear that at any point in time, YouTube or Google might just, you know, pull the plug? Why should I have to have that fear? Why do I have to waste my time? And consequently, what, what could I have been doing otherwise? I pointed this out about Roosh, which goes back many years ago, but it's, it's still a valid point. Roosh studied virology or uh, microbiology, I think it was, but he was a virologist. And what could he have produced? What could he have achieved in his life in terms of science and advancing society rather than going back home? And at my home, I mean like off the front lines of production and cleaning up house back home. That's essentially what Roosh and everybody in the red pill community has done is we're going back home and we're cleaning up house. Feminism has taken over. Everybody's fucked up. Nobody's paying attention. Why is this microphone upside down? Let's turn it that way. That way maybe people will hear me. There we go. What could he have achieved? What could have I have achieved? Think about that. What could I have achieved? Well, if given a proper position, I could have stopped the housing bubble. Would you guys have liked to avoid that housing crisis and the financial crisis? Would you guys like to avoid, avoid it? That, uh, that recession that followed? I'm not bullshitting. The brilliant minds should not be having to do deal with housekeeping. We shouldn't have to be coming back home, dealing with fucking bullshit, and people voting for socialism, and saying, look, I have value because vagina or skin color, or any one of this petty-ass bullshit, we should have to deal with this crap. We should be out there producing, working, Finding new space. What was the Star Trek thing? Exploring new worlds. That's what we should be doing. No, we got to come back here and babysit the fucking tards of the United States and Western civilization. So that's on the to-do list. Anyway, going back to the situation. So I got the laptop recording an MP3. I have the Super Chats back. If at any point in time you guys would like to donate some money on the Super Chats, you may. Let me turn this up. Is this? I can't. I'm adjusting my volume. I got it back this week. So what I'm doing is also experimenting with the Super Chats and the Google Live. And we'll do the Clary podcast because truthfully, if I record it, it goes up on YouTube. It's a big fish net. If you guys want to donate money, I make more money. If I just directly record to an MP3, like we like you should do in the olden days. It's so sad how fast you want to talk about a rapid acceleration in technology. Look at social media and podcasting and all that. It's it's like, Jesus Christ, now I got to do Streamlabs. If you want to see a clusterfuck, go listen to the Beckloff. Again, one of my favorite podcasts. But that poor bastard, because he, he doesn't have enough people subscribed, so he has to rely on Streamlabs. But if you want people to call into the show, you have to run Skype. He was explaining it to me one time. I'm like, fuck that shit. I ain't got time for it. I do not. It's, it's not worth the $20 per podcast I might make. So I'm just thankful now that I got the, the live stream back. and Not, not the live stream. But, oh, that's right. I couldn't live stream. Couldn't live stream until that strike went away. 
Thus, again, why I have to create a backup channel is pissing away time. True value, true creation, true innovation. You pay a cop a salary like, look, that's $60,000 a year in GDP. No, it's not. It's babysitting. That's what it is. And I'll stop getting angry until you more about the situation, though, is my desktop took a shit. So I'm backing up with the laptop, testing out the live streams in the super chats. Already 45 of you guys are listening. Might as well like it and uh, vote it up. Hang on. Hang on. Let me see if I can find. This is experimental. That's the other thing I was going to say is this is experimental. We are doing the clear puck. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't need to hear myself. All right, look, here we are. Here we are. Okay, I got the chat room. Namsi00, hey, Cap, Nomad Black, yo, Michael Ellis, Maddie Lallison, Discovered Your Ship, uh, Nomad Black Rise, I discovered your ship when I was walking to my corporate $150,000 a year job last year. It was on the Engineering Truth interview. Oh, yeah, Matt Tran. Yeah, there we go. We share similar ideas, bro. I did contracting, save a ton. I went solo. Yeah, contracting is the way. Contracting is like, let me explain to you contracting. I, I did have a routine. I did have a schedule, but it doesn't matter. I'll just talk about this because uh, Nomad Black brings up a really good point. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw A Fistful of Dollars with Clint Eastwood. Uh, that is one of the, I think it's a trio or a quadruple. There's the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, few dollars, few dollars more. And then I would say Duck You Sucker is included in that, but a lot that didn't include Clint Eastwood, so a lot of people don't say it. Uh, that includes it. But Nomad Black was 100% correct. You got a contract. And that's essentially what A Fistful of Dollars is about. There's two warring gangs in this Mexican frontier town, the Baxters and the Rojos. And uh, all Clint Eastwood does is say, hey, I'll go work for you if you pay me more. And then the Rojos pay him more. Well, I'm going to go work for the Rojos. And then the Baxters offer him more. Now he's going to go work for the Baxters. And he just pits these two gangs up against each other. And he gets fucked up in the end, no doubt about it. Um, but that's the contractor. When he's negotiating with the head boss of either the Rojos or the Baxters, you know that he's not their bitch. He is his own man. He answers to no one. He's a hired gun. And that's what I loved about contracting is you walk in, I'm a contractor. I am your hired gun. I am your mercenary. I am not your employee. You are not my supervisor. You're not my superior. We are equals. I'm a specialist. You need me more than I need you. And I got other people that are willing to pay. And that's exactly the position you want to be in. I know a lot of you are like, oh, I'm a contractor. I'm contracting. I don't get social security. I don't, I'm not social security. Health insurance. That's fine. That's why you say, yeah, you're paying me more per hour. That's why the, and here's the other thing about contract. What's great about contracting is when your work is done, you're done. You go home. There's none of this fucking bull, baby boomer bullshit where it's like, oh, you're an employee. We said 40 hours a week. Even though the concept of having a, a, a finite fixed amount of labor and time is completely obsolete, completely outdated. How do I know you're working if you're not at your desk? Contractors not at fucking shit. Hey, I did my job. I'm going home. Wait, you can't, they can't say it. I don't know what it is. The psychological relationship or the understanding or the misunderstanding 
with bosses and contractors versus employees. Employees, they really, I don't know what, because I don't charter, I don't give standard bosses the credit or the intelligence to consciously and maliciously treat their employees like shit, but respect contractors. There must be something instinctual or subconscious or structural about the working relationship where you just say, well, I'm a contractor. And it's like, you can tell your boss to fuck off. He's not really your boss. You can, you're hired. It's like, I'm, I don't need you. The employee, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Every, every employee, I need health insurance. <clears throat> maybe that's what it is. Now that Obamacare came in, I know a lot of families um, where their health insurance costs more than their mortgage. Because, again, you socialists are for working families and poor people. <laughs> but, yeah, you totally, you totally want to be a contractor. Uh, my face, we're going right. Hey, Aaron, greetings from Germany. Hey, wie geht's, mein Freund? Was ist los? Wo ist die schönes Fräuleins? What are Florian's on? Uh, you may be studying electrical engineering. This will hopefully enable me to move out of Germany because I don't want to pay for the boomer's retirement. You guys got a boomer problem over there? Joe's online, Joe Jones. I sound like, um, what's his name? Uh, Bernard Chapin. Now I know why he does this. See, what you have to do, I know you guys can't see this, but what you got to do is you have to open up the actual podcast that you're doing to see the chat. I never looked at the chat room before. Now I got the chat room. This is pretty cool, actually. So I can see what you guys are doing. Uh, Nomad Black dated an American girl since 2012, and I lived in Miami. USA is riddled with scams. I said, fuck off to the $80,000 student loan I made. 120000 Government takes thirty. Plan to save 60000 a year. Awesome. Uh, who else we got? Nuclear armament. Toasty bacon boy. Well, we got a lot of people in the chat. What's going on? Look at this. this is How the fuck do I have one downvote? What is this one dickhead? We got 13 upvotes. We got one down. Every video I ever put together. There's some lifeless prick, some moron who's got nothing else to do but vote my videos down. Who the fuck is this dipshit? How sad is your life that that is what, <laughs> that's what you do? I, it, 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 I believe it's one person. I can't. I can't confirm it, but every time I upload a video, as soon as I upload, there's one downvote. I'm like, who is this guy? Joe says it was a feminist. Uh, Clary, what was your GPA at the U of M? My GPA uh, was a 3.96. I got two A minuses, although it depends on how you want to measure because when I transferred colleges from economics, that's the College of Liberal Arts. I went to the Carlson School of Management. Which is a, a shitty school. You should never go there. Um, then they reset your GPA based on that college, and that college had 3.96. If you threw in that B, I don't know, 3.93, something, 3.9. Clary, how did you get such a good GPA, Maddie? Right. Matt, did you not hear the story about me working security and why I always advise young men and girls, young girls and boys, people, vagina or dick? Uh, that everyone should work security. I work security. Uh, first year sucked because they weed you out and you do these uh, these horrible, it's called Zone Patrol. Even had a song, Zone Patrol, yeah, Zone Patrol. Hey, protect the campus while you take a stroll. 
Listen to that guy talk of Robert Dole. Fetch me a scotch and a Kaiser roll. Just let me out of here. I'll sell you my soul because it's Zone Patrol. Yeah, Zone Patrol. You'd sing that a lot because Zone Patrol went from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. And it just fucked with your schedule. It's like the worst schedule ever, 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. There's no way, no way you could recover from that. No way. Uh, but that's but once you get through Zone Patrol, uh, then you went to um, you got desk duty. You could like go work uh, building security, and so I'd go sit like uh, you know Wilson Gate. It's Wilson Gate, yeah, Wilson Gate. Tis Saturday night, and you've not a date. Start your shift at quarter past eight. Life is grand, and life no, life is grand, and life is great because it's Wilson Gate. Yeah, Wilson Gate. Serious, that's how fucked up it was back in the olden days. <clears throat> uh, so that's how I got a really good GPA. You could even argue like back then there was still like some modicum of like you had to actually work for your GPA. You had to earn an A. Now, fuck it. I think if you show up and you you wave your dick around, you get a fucking B plus. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Clary, thoughts on Turk Flinging Monkey? I haven't listened to him enough <clears throat> to know or really form an opinion about him. Um, I, uh, what handful, quite literally handful of videos I've listened to him. I enjoy what he says, but I think he got into, what, what was it? The, not they're all, but a significant amount of them, including turd flinging monkey are into that, like robot sex. Like they're going to come up with female robots and I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's where you lose me. Uh, of course, high IQ, but what study habits? That was it. You just sit, you dude, you sit down uh, six hours, eight hours, sometimes 16 hours at a desk. You'll study. You'll master the material in front of you. Um, that's it. Joe Jones. Uh, Joe asks, ever watch any of Coach Red Pill? Yeah, <clears throat> I started binging on him literally 48 hours ago. I found him, and so I, when I go for my walks, um, I download and turn it into MP3 and uh, tune in. Um, and he's brilliant. Thing I thing about Coach Red Pill, I've I've, I've reached out I'm like, hey, I'd love to advertise on your show. He says, yeah, that might happen. And then you know how it goes; you never hear it back. So then you gotta you gotta hunt, hound them down. You gotta stalk them like a cute redhead in college. <laughs> like, hey. Do you want some fucking money or not? <clears throat> uh, but he's really good. Uh, and I do enjoy it. And, and the thing that about him is it's the same thing with Stefan Molyneux. He never says ah or um. His speaking ability is flawless. I'm totally jealous of it. Uh, if you ever tune in to Coach Red Pillar, you guys all know Stefan Molyneux. These guys have no flaws. They're like the perfect speakers. And... Uh, I just, I was just like, wow, you know, and, and he, he has a East coast accent. Maybe it's just his voice. Maybe he's done theater. I wouldn't doubt. Okay. We all know Molyneux, Moly there. He did theater. I'm wondering if uh coach red pill did theater too, because he just, he performed so perfectly. His voice is a uh, enunciation. I know it's ultimately doesn't matter. It's what the words are coming out, but then you just listen to it as a, as a podcaster and a former radio show guy. I'm just kind of like, God dang, wish I had that skill. It's like girls with a cups, you know, like Ann Sturzinger. They wish they had D cups. Like, I wish I had tits like that. Like I wish I had a voice like that. 
Matt wants me to go on Molyneux's show. Yeah, um, sure. But, but what would we talk? Here's the problem. I would love to be on Molyneux's show, but I'm not big enough. But the other thing is, what exactly would we talk about? It's not like we we disagree on anything or there's a topic of conversation that we would converse about. Um, I think a good show would be if we disagreed on something and we could hash it out. He could prove me wrong. I could prove him wrong. We could teach each other different points of view. Uh, but I don't, that's, that's kind of the paradox is you, if you have someone on who completely agrees with you and there's no topic to really discuss, it's, uh, uh, uh black pigeon speaks never heard one of his videos not one i know a lot of people oh excuse me listen to him and enjoy him um and i know he puts a lot of effort into his videos he does a lot of video editing which gets him he's not only brilliant and intelligent when he, when he speaks he's very literally scripted he puts a lot of work into his video editing i obviously do not it's a different business model uh, Black Pigeon Speaks will maybe do one video a week and it'll get a lot of traffic, a lot of hits because it's a superior product, no doubt about it. I don't have time for that. I got to do asshole consulting, bang, 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 boom. He's more of a cruise missile, a lot of effort, high investment. Tomahawk cruise missile costs about $8 million a shot. Very precise, will achieve the thing. I'm more machine gun bullets uh mortars fire it it's inaccurate don't care send it send the lead down down range let's go let's go let's go um same thing well molinus he produces so much content flawlessly that bastard with this fucking british accent oh my god <laughs> but yeah black pigeon speaks he does very good work i, I saw like I'll video and I'm like, yeah, I don't have time. And that's the other thing. You guys don't realize this, but um, a lot of people think I just wake up late and I do, but I also stay up till two or 3 a.m. And I'm always working. There's always, I mean, right now, ASL consulting is backed up about four or five, maybe six or seven requests. Hang on. Let's look it up. Should we look up, see how many ASL consulting videos? Oh, before I forget, though, the situation. By the way, if all of a sudden this stream ends, it's because my computer took a shit. But then everything will be backed up. First female F-15 fighter pilot. Well, good for her. I don't care. I'm so sick and tired of vagina. Okay. I don't care. Do-do-do. Ba-da-ba. I'm a quarter Jew. How about you? Yeah, yeah. Bear with me, guys. How the hell are all you guys listening in? Like, shouldn't you all uh, be working or something? Are you guys working? No, don't save the fucking shit, Google. Uh, what we got? How many more? Seven new. God damn it! Ten no more emails. Oh, Ali. I think this is the same Ali. L. Four of the emails come from Ali. Ali, fucking, I almost guarantee you this is the same guy he tunes in. He's a regular. And we like him. We like him. But Ali, dude, just instead of sending me four emails, just send me one. Think it through and then send me. I'm not going to answer emails. But I'm at least five. Yeah, I'm six behind. But I do work. It's not like I just wake up and it's the fuck around gang. 
Did anyone do a super chat? I don't know how super chats come in. If somebody's charitable enough to like donate me a dollar, let me know or do that, please, because I don't know this is working out. Uh, Jack Flowers writes after midnight here, trying to sober up before sleep. (laughs) It was a good day. Good night. (laughs) Mel's at the office. Life revamped. He's working, making sure you fools can get your disability checks. Wishing I'd gone into STEM. Nomad Black. Yes, the idea was freedom. Uh, South Minneapolis. Minneapolis old guy says hello. Well, hello. Longfellow or what? What neighborhood you at? I used to live in Longfellow. Can't believe what happened to housing prices down there. Can't believe it. All all these bland white people are driving up house prices. I remember when Highway 55, South Minneapolis will understand this. <clears throat> you guys won't. But uh, the intersection of 55 and Lake Street was kind of shady. Not the worst. Not the worst. But definitely not the best either. And now that's all done up and fancy and everything. Uh, Obleski writes, when are you moving to Vegas? Uh, when the GF has enough money that we uh, have an adequate retirement, which would be one to two years from now. Uh, but even then, I won't be moving to Vegas permanently. We'll only be there during winter. I want to spend at least three months a year in South Dakota. Over by the Cardinal Bar. Where's the Cardinal Bar? I don't think I've ever been there. I've been to the Hexagon. Where's the Cardinal Bar? I... um. Apologize for all of you who aren't in Minneapolis. He's just on 38th and 55. Is that new? Laid back venue for the you know, Colossal Cafe. This looks like it's new. Oh, is this where they got video? I recognize the mural on the side. Yeah, this is like where they got Atari or Nintendo. Yeah, there we go. 38th. Yep, there's like, there's my old house. That's where I used to live over there. Back when I was young and enjoyed biking on the Mississippi River. Uh, I have 13 years corporate experience. I earned my chops as a contractor. I learned that game. How old's the GF? The GF is 40. Quite literally looks 25. She looks very young. Until my hair started going gray, especially in my um my beard, I used to look uh much younger. I was even watching some videos where I was like doing some research. I'm like, God damn, I had brown hair. Now I'm, I aged quickly, very quickly. Uh, but um, no, I, I still look young. If I shave, I can pass for like under 35. Uh, anyway, all right, let's get back to my thing. So we've talked to, let me make sure I got everything covered out. Computer might fart out. Perfect data podcast. Super chats, trial running it. If somebody, seriously, just a buck, let me know. I'm not begging. I just want to test it. Um, solo, watch the movie solo. Hang on. Let me get a drink first. Hang on. Let me do this first. Hang on, guys. I'll be back. I can do this right. Don't know why I have, what's his name? James Brown. The big payback. Ba-ba, ba-ba. Thank you. 
big payback? No, I know why I got the James Brown in my head. Grab my water over here. Such a lazy fuck when it comes to podcasting. It's funny. Podcasting now is... You could you could be so hey Mel, thank you very much, Mel. Here's two dollars. Eat your pack of juicy fruit skippy. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. I appreciate it. All right, so I know it's working. Thank you. If you guys are charitable, you can go ahead and do super chats. I will answer your questions if you want that. But to be honestly truthful, you guys know my policy. If you wanna if you wanna help out the old captain. I can't give you anything if you donate to Patreon or my PayPal or the Super Chats. But if you do your shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, that's all that really matters. And that doesn't cost us anything that comes out of Jeff Bezos' pockets. And he's got deep enough pockets we can all raid him. Um, Where's it going? Oh, Solo. So uh, Solo gets to the cheap theaters. I don't know if you guys got cheap theaters in your neck of the woods where the movie's been out for, you know, like four or five months. And they oh, let's go to the cheap theater. And uh, I don't know if you guys tune in to World Class Bullshitters. Uh, that's a good show, a little bit heavy on the Star Wars. They're obsessed about Star Wars, but they got a better show than I do in terms of subscribership and, and view count. And they pretty, I mean, they had to go see the movie. They had to go see Solo, but everybody, everyone's, oh, Solo sucked, this and that, that. I'm sick and tired of Star Wars. I mean, people are Star Wars doubt. There's been way too damn many of them hitting the market. I understand you're flooding the market. This is why I don't write a book a year. I write a book every two years, year and a half. <clears throat> Although I'm like two and a half years now since the last book. You don't want to flood the market. Don't want to lower the value. Um, so there was that this uh, Star Wars fatigue. But then the last uh, movie before that was, I guess, a piece of shit movie. I guess it was all vagina and politics and everything. And so I was, <clears throat> I didn't want to watch it. I, didn't, I was like, yeah, you know what? This is enough. I, I, I got it. I don't need politics. I do enough politics during my day, uh, during my regular job. I have to live politics. Uh, I don't want to deal with politics anymore. I don't, I, I don't. I don't. Unless I'm paid, I don't want to deal with it. And so any movie that's coming out, Ocean's 8, obviously, Hey, look, Ocean's Eleven plus Vagina, but we're equal. See, we're equal to men. We're just going to plagiarize and take your concept, but plus Vagina, because we're so equal. I'm just sick. I don't I want to see no movies, very few movies. Uh, Infinity War was a great movie. I wanted to see that. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which sucked ass. I, I went and foolishly saw that. And I was so bored one day. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, solo. What? Uh, it'd be something to watch. If it's at the cheap theater, you know, how much do they get a nickel? I really don't want to give Kathleen Kennedy any of my money. I don't want to give Disney any of my freaking money. But a man, man's got to do something. Guy's got to go out and, and do something. So me and the GF were bored. I'm like, do you want to go see Solo? She's like, yeah. And um, she doesn't even like Star Wars. That's <laughs> that's how bad we were. That's how poor we were. <laughs> like, hey, I got everything done. You got everything done. What do we want to do? And all of our friends are old and they got kids and they don't do anything fun anymore. And like, you want to go to the cheap theater? Like, yeah, let's just go kill time. So we went there and uh, it's actually sad. It's really sad because Solo was a damn good movie. 
It was a damn good movie. It was worth it would have been worth seeing in the theater paying full price. I was starting to think like the left has really painted themselves into a corner. And and a lot of a lot of you guys here in our world on the right side, and by right, I mean you could be a milky toast Republican, you know, a centrist Republican, but anyone, you know, as Beckloff likes to say, to the right of Karl Marx. <clears throat> We've been so inundated and so blasted with, look, diversity, vagina, diversity, vagina. Like these corporate, not just in in movies and and media and all that, but also shoot, freaking target your grocery stores. It's all about the social, just that now our senses have been heightened that if we sense the slightest bit of something that could be construed, not is construed, as diversity or politics, right or left, it's typically leftist because conservatives got more important shit to do than <clears throat> lecture and sermon people. If we even pick up a hint of it, a whiff, we won't go. We won't attend. And what was interesting about Solo, uh, I don't want to, how do I do it? There's a robot. This is the, let me explain this robot to you in solo. The robot is uh, Lando. You guys remember Lando Carissian? Uh, he was played by Billy D. Williams in the original. Um, and that's the other thing. This the actors were great. They really looked like Lando. It looked like Han. I, the, the chick, she's a different gal. But I think it was a, a superb. I would even give it a superb movie. Anyway, so Lando, who originally owns the Millennium Falcon has a robot assist, you know, kind of like R2-D2 or 3CPO. And it's a robot. It's a machine. Just like this, you know, my microphone. It's metal. But the personality that the robot has is female, and she's all about equal rights and liberating the robots. Now, here's, here's the point I'm making. And where I wish I'm going to offer olive branch to the leftists out there to show the costs and consequences of you jamming politics and forcing social justice warrior diversity female vagina bullshit where it don't fucking belong. Okay. That character, which is a robot, fit perfectly and played a vital role in the movie with its political angle the political angle not only provided character and color to the movie it also was very vital and important to the plot of the movie uh basically this robot quote frees the other robots they have like a control and she knocks off this control device so now they all the older robots uh revolt uh which allows them to escape with the coraxium or the the stuff they came there to steal so if it wasn't for this robot's equal rights, freedom, angle, aspect, this movie wouldn't have worked. And I found it quite charming. <laughs> Lando asks the robot, says, what do you want? And the robot, I, I hate to call her she because it's not she, it's a robot. <clears throat> she says equal rights. And Lando just shakes his head. Now, that's funny. That's funny. It's perfectly placed. The robot is colorful, it plays a vital role, and that role is necessary for the plot to continue. 
and it was masterfully done. Whoever came up with that robot and fit it in. Here's the problem. You guys have shoved vagina so much up people's asses and in their face. You leftists, you creative types over at Disney and the media and all that, that this otherwise charming, funny, well-played-out, brilliant uh, character, quote character, robot, is now viewed as an enemy. It's viewed as propaganda. It's viewed as leftist, social justice warrior, rah, rah, me too, you go girlism bullshit. And it's, and I remember, I remember people were saying like, oh, there's this robot, thinks it's really cool, it's a feminist. And for me as a guy, like, uh, yeah, that's enough for me not to tune in. You've lost us. You lost. I, I need, I need you people on the left to understand this, especially in Hollywood. There are, I, I, it may piss you off, but there are people with money who are not leftists. And you guys have so done the brainwashing and the leftism and all that other bullshit to the point that people, if they catch a whiff of politics, they're not going to attend your show, which I think is, is retribution for Solo. I think people didn't hate Solo because it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. You guys should go see it. Uh, it was in retaliation for the lecturing and the sermonizing and the political bullshit you did with all the other movies. There is a cost and a consequence. And while I'm trying to use this robot, this, this female robot, is, is to highlight an example of where you guys were 100% right. You guys were 100% right with the character development of this robot. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's charming. It's perfect. And it carries through. And it's vital to the plot. But all this political bullshit that you carried in through theater school or computer engineering school, whatever, all that bullshit, and you thought, like, we just can't create a good movie. We have to do a good movie plus. Same thing with art museums, particularly here in the Twin Cities, the Walker Art Museum. We just can't create a good picture. It has to be picture plus politics. There's not a piece of art today in the world that's not made just for its beauty. It's always got to have a political meaning behind it. Fuck your political meaning and fuck your politics. Can you just create something nice and beautiful and fun and entertaining? Something enjoyable. And you did. You did. Whoever came up with the concept of this robot being fighting for robots' rights and all that, it was funny. It was great. It was truly brilliant. But you fucked it up on all the infrastructure and the train tracks you laid down before. And now you've conditioned everybody, or at least half the population, to look at and say, ah, oh, that's fucking uh, uh, feminist bullshit. You've you have so tainted movies now, and you've ripped away the skin that all the all that's left is the nerves. And now the slightest bit of wind, if it even, even has a, a tint of politics, you've alienated half the population. I mean, you just can't make a, a Back to the Future. You just can't make an Indiana Jones. You can't make a Caddyshack. You can't make a, a Shaft. You can't make a, just, just a stupid, dopey, happy movie. This is, this is the cost. And this is why I want to point to people on the right of Karl Marx. The left really did paint themselves into a corner. They really did. Because in their minds, even if they are talented, most aren't, but let's say they are talented, in their minds, they have to have politics 
attached to their creations. I wrote an article. Everybody go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Look it up. It's called Battlefield V Agina. Vagina. Because <clears throat> it's Battlefield 5. Get it with the V. But I put Gina. Because, uh, what was it? Alan Atham? Not Atham. Something Kurtz. Some developer. They take a woman who's handicapped. She's missing an arm or a hand. And she's got a hook. And uh, she's on the cover of Battlefield 5. And it partakes in World War II. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this or not. I don't know if they teach it in, in the schools or not. But women were not terribly prevalent on the battlefields of World War II. Okay? But because vagina, because of the brainwashing, and Swedish developers, that's another thing. <clears throat> you want to talk about a... Okay, look, the Swedes are already pussies enough to begin with. Let's admit that. You want to talk about... Pussy excrement? You want to talk about pussy juice with bacteria on top of it? You want to talk about the pussies of the pussies? Go to DICE. Go to go to Swedish programmers, computer development program. Oh, my God. Those guys are the biggest fucking pussies. And this dipshit Kurtz, whatever his name is, he's like, but my daughter wanted to know why she couldn't play a female character in a world war. Because there were no fucking female soldiers, you fucking idiot. Look, nobody's listening on the left, but I'm going to explain it. There are those of us in the real world. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let, let me run a, a scenario past all of you. Let me run a scenario past all of you. Let's go on the idea of uh, kind of a war of kingdoms, kind of a battle play, kind of a, a turn-based game of Africa. Uh, there's one for China, like you gotta unite the kingdoms of China. Uh, there's SimCity. There's, there's, you know the type of games I'm talking about. Let's say there was a game based on pre-colonial, pre-white man Africa. So you got the the Zulus and the Malis and everybody else, and you could play this game. Do you want to see a white guy with a fucking loincloth and a spear? Do you want to play that guy in that game? Because it, I, I don't, that wouldn't be, it doesn't make sense. It's like, no, wait, wait, there's black people in Africa. I want to play a white guy in Africa because that never fucking happened. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's not real. It's not true. It's not uh, uh, honoring what actually happened in history. Rourke's Drift. I don't know if any of you guys ever uh, looked up Rourke's Drift. Look up Rourke's Drift. Great piece of uh, uh, history. I don't know if it's a particular great piece of history. It's very interesting. It was a battle. They had a, a movie called Zulu. And I got news for you. The black guys, the Zulus, weren't played by white people. Because it would fuck it up. It wouldn't make any sense. Shaft, God almighty, you can't make Shaft a white guy. I'm not going to see a white chef. I'm not seeing a black James Bond. I'm not seeing a white Shaft. <laughs> Unless, you know, it's my own chef. You know what I'm saying? Bada boom, biggity boo. And these these pussy developers in Sweden, we're going to have women because of diversity. And it's like, no. Nazis should be white asshole Germans. Americans should be cigarette-smoking white dudes. And maybe the red tails come in and eh, there's an occasional black guy. And all right, we got you here. The wind talkers come in. There's your Native Americans. There's, there's actually a historical documentation 
And, you know, you want to talk about women? You want to heroicize women? You want to honor women in World War II? Talk about the fucking spies. There's some real women there. But no, we got to drag some fucking genetically, or not genetically, computer-generated thing with tits. And you made her handicapped. For fuck's sake, what's going to happen on Battlefield 6? Going to be a black transvestite woman with fucking herpes who's in a wheelchair and she's piloting a P-51 Mustang? What in fuck's name is wrong with you people? And then you wonder why Solo bombs. Then you wonder why female Ghostbusters bombs. You wonder why Ocean's 8 bombs. <sighs> You guys have left on the left. I'm telling you guys, because creative people tend to be more left. I'll grant you that. You make good coffee. You make great movies. You're, you're better. And you're better politicians. I'll grant you that. You run circles around your right-wing counterparts in those three areas brilliantly. But you are ruining your art, your craft, your, your brilliance with fucking politics. <clears throat> and this goes beyond politics. People just want to have fun. They want to have, look, all of us assholes got to work regular jobs. Well, you guys do. I don't. But everybody else has got to. I pointed this out in the article. Come football season, you know what? People just want to see the Green Bay Packers take on the fucking Orleans Saints. They want to see a good freaking game. They don't want to see you limp dick motherfuckers taking a fucking knee during the national anthem, raising awareness like some... Fucking feminist pussy. I gotta raise awareness. That's what it is. It's nagging. It's like the mosquito. It's like a mosquito at night. You can't see. It's annoying. It ruins your sleep. I know this pains all of you creative types in theater and media and academia and the professional sports. Nobody cares about your politics. Nobody. Your value is your creativity and innovation. Solo is great. I, it's just great. I, I like the train scene. That was brilliant. It was brilliant. Ron Howard should get a fucking medal. Not, not the Oscar. He should get a fucking medal for how he turned the, I guess like he had to come in and redo the whole thing. I'm like, that turned out to be a damn good show uh, after Ron Howard saved it. But I don't think Ron Howard had politics in mind. I think Ron Howard was just like, well, let's you know, direct this and make it a good movie. And he did. He achieved it brilliantly. But I think I think now the cat's out of the bag, the horses are out of the barn, the herpes is on the penis. Uh, it's too late for you leftists. Now, anything you do related to politics, even if it is apropos and completely placed and worthwhile in the movie, like the robot and solo, you've alien you you've alien you've cost yourself 25% of the market easy. 25% of the market, easy. Same thing I saw, um, we're on a movie binge. We we saw, uh, 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 what was it? The Incredibles. Charming movie. Charming. But you've conditioned now half the population. Pay attention, leftists. Pay attention, Hollywood leftists. You have conditioned people who say, oh, it's all about the mom and how she goes out. She doesn't need uh, 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 Mr. Incredible. Because there's a, she is she is Elastigirl. I mean, well, back in their youth, it, it was the last of girl and, and Mr. Incredible. And then they get married. Now they're middle-aged. 
but she reverts back to Elastigirl and for marketing purposes. It's actually a very clever show. It's a very good movie. Again, something I should have saw in the theaters when it came out. Not in the cheap seats. But, and I won't lie, and maybe this is a fault on my part. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got to rethink things. Maybe I got to like, hey, there's fake news on the right as well. When I heard it come out, oh, yeah, it's all about the mom. Mom could do it, and the guy can't do anything like that. Da, 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 da. You can't even toy anymore with the right, which unfortunately for you, Hollywood, means half the population and half your sales. You can't even toy with them anymore about the funny play like, oh, my God, the husband has to stay at home and take care of the kids. Like, would you like to do my job? It was great. It was seeing the Mr. Incredible try and take care of Jack-Jack and all the kids. <clears throat> But it's too late now. It's too late to turn back now. You Hollywood liberals fucked it in the ass. It's too late. No, you fucked it. It's over. And now, now you have at least a generation, probably two, because you've all you left this love, your indoctrination, starting in your schools. You you got can you just leave creativity and innovation and art without politics? I don't think Michelangelo's like, fuck those goddamn Lutherans and reformists. <laughs> fuck the Protestants when he's paid. It's just, I want to paint some really ripped people who are half naked, but we're going to call it Christianity and it's going to be holy anyway. Do you understand? I wish somebody who was on the left could talk. I, I wish, I wish. I, I, I'm so bored. I'm half tempted to like go join the, not join, but participate in like, you know, the, Democratic Socialists of America. Just say, what, what are you guys thinking? What's wrong with you? I wouldn't even ask. I'd just sit and observe and pay attention. Like, hey, how you guys doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Whitey. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you guys say. Yeah, free free shit for everybody. Yeah, and, and just sit and observe. But it's sad. It's sad because those are two great movies I really like. Solo and... um. And The Incredibles too, very good movies, very good movies. Actually, Incredibles too. Is now I'm thinking about it, there's some clever shit going on in there. <laughs> Poor daughter. You got if you haven't seen Incredibles too, go see both movies while they're in the cheap theater. If not, they'll come out on DVD. Ironically, I think it's probably more expensive to get it on DVD and Netflix now. I don't know what you guys have it in your your cheap theaters, but it's two dollars and fifty cents to go see it in the cheap theater. Of course, you got to pay gas to get over there. Starting to pay more attention to gas than that. All right, let me go into the chat room. Is this here? Okay. Um, let me go through the super chats. I want to be very thorough about this because I do appreciate when people donate. All right, Mel told me to get a pack of juicy fruit. He didn't have a question. Life revamp. Turf flinging monkey advises taking away the rights feminism gave. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, my approach to uh, rights is a lot more different and meritocratic. I don't, I don't, my lines are not divided on gender or race. Mine would be more meritocratic. Basically in Cappy world, if captain was, was president and I wouldn't be president, I would immediately turn into a dictator and half the population would be dead. Um, it, it would be uh meritocratic. Do you pay taxes? <clears throat> if you collect a government check, you can't vote. That's basically, if you're a government employee, even, you can't vote. If you're a retiree, you can vote, uh, but basically you have to pay taxes to vote. That would be the only thing. G donated 99 cents. Never had a question. 
Atham. Oh, fucking Atham. Should you be fucking cleaning windows like the goddamn Mexican you are? Aaron Chaparito. I think Chaparito means gay. And I can't say the F word because that might get me fucking Google banned. Isn't this fun? What's Chaparito mean? Chaparito. Short person. Oh, oh, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> yes, I am a Chaparito. I punch above my weight. God damn, I'm good. I'm good for a five foot eight guy. Uh, Joe Jones appropriately points out, yeah, Atham, it's $6.66. Elkins is in the house. Chad Elkins donates a dollar. Use that to pay him to do my taxes. Everybody's giving everybody else guff. Uh, Chaparito means shorty. Yeah, I got it. I'd say mine. I'm going to go get myself another cocktail. Hang on. Might even go to the bathroom. It's too late to turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. It's too late to turn back now. What? Uh, that's from the Goonies. I'll start singing a song like that. And I say, recognize that song? Girlfriend will look at me like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I say, oh, yeah. Hey, band, an orchestra. Since this is experimental, let's see if I can try this. Let's see if this even comes through. Another problem that Beckloff faces. Everyone's trying to like scale up on the um on the recording wars. This may actually fuck with the bandwidth now I think about it. Hang on, let's try it anyway. Let's do it. I don't even know if you guys will hear this. No. Can you guys hear that? It's an ad. There's a movie, there's a commercial plane. Oh, this is the opening. I just want the theme. Goonies theme. There we go. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not. Probably not. I'm going to assume not. Chris was telling me about it. Silence. Yeah, you guys didn't hear it. Not playing. Okay, never mind. Uh, all right, so now... <clears throat> Ah, let's do. Let me get the sponsors out of the way here. Let me get my soda water. Okay, you guys all know to go to academiccomposition.com. If you're in college, you don't want to write your leftist Marxist papers on why. Because you have a penis, you should cut it off. You're an evil person. And if you're white, you should go kill yourself. Uh, so go to academiccomposition.com. Have uh, Alex and his crackpot team of writing staff write for you. Uh, you can also work for Alex. He's always looking for writers and marketers. Both jobs suck. Don't say, oh, man, it sucks. Yes, all jobs suck. Please please don't be the 21-year-old girl who thinks, like, there's this magical job out there for you. I mean, 
just thought I'd get paid money to work with the childrens and and then I could talk about socialism and how my job is to get other people's money to give it to the people who are more deserving, even though they're hoard, they sleep around, and they don't have enough money to take care of their own children. That's what I then I feel good. Please don't do that. <clears throat> Just go work for Alex. He pays you a fair wage. Bobbity 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 boo boobity 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 bee. Patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. You know that. I could have I mean, uh, the Amazon affiliate program. Please do that. Bookmark it. Because then that you don't you can't just go to Amazon.com. You either got to go through my blog at CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com, click on the Amazon banner, or you bookmark that banner, that URL, and then it's it's more of a hobby. I did have a guy, he spent $300. I was like, whoa, what the hell happened to my it went up. Amazon's got like it's got a lot of potential. I mean, there's people that make, you know, they're they're rich because of it. All I ask is that you guys get into the the good habit of buying all your stuff through my Amazon affiliate program. That's it's not that like, yeah, let's go to Walmart. Although I am getting to that point. I am getting to that point where the only thing I go out and buy anymore is groceries. Now I go through uh, Amazon. And I can't use my own Amazon affiliate program. So what I do is I either go to the great one or I go to uh, Tom Likas and um, I buy through them. Orionscoldfire.com. Check him out. He's got some good posts, good blogging, but he also has some oof, excuse me, amazing photographs. You got that burp, old man burp. Hang on. Oh, there it goes. Oh, whoo. A lot of pressure left off the chest. <clears throat> Orion's Cold Fire. Check him out. Everybody go to Orion's Cold Fire. Just send him some traffic now. You don't even have to look around. Just go Orion'sColdFire.com. Just go there. Check it out. Be like, my God, what happened? Why is there why is there a jump in stats? And, oh my God, Aaron's great. I'm going to give him more money. Uh and Alaska Chaga. I, I owe Alaska Chaga a little bit more than I have because um he paid me. And I never put together the Cappy the Horror 4. I sent him some traffic before. Um, I found that the blog sends more traffic than me merely telling you guys to go there. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go check it on. And you're like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really notice. Uh, Alaska Chug, if you guys are interested in a non-coffee caffeinated beverage, uh, there's this mushroom called chaga, of which it grows in Alaska because it's a cold, cool climate that it grows in. And our good friend over at alaskachaga.us, he sells it. So if you would like to try an alternative, it's kind of a hybrid tea coffee, if that makes any sense. So it's not coffee beans, but it's uh, something to consider. So check that out, alaskachaga.us, invisiblehandfashion.com. Check those guys out, bozebins.com. Um, are you a guy? You like shoes. <laughs> If you do, well, holy shit, there you go. Go to bozemans.com, get yourself some shoes. Bozemans.com. <clears throat> you say, Aaron, why would I go there? I'm like, I don't know. You go there because you want shoes. He has obscure sizes of shoes for men. Let me take a look. Let's take a look. Yeah, he's got the updated Nikes and all that. It uh, it uh, advertises to the, uh, the black community. Um. Michael Jordan's look, how about this? Go to bozemans.com and just buy your Nike shoes instead of killing somebody for your Michael Jordans. Okay. How's that? Oh, he's got women's kids. 
kids. Let's click on the kids. Yeah, you got little kid shoes. Don't know who their dad is, but you know, I got kids. I, I know. Oh, that was so bad. So bad. So mean. <clears throat> I don't say that because I hate. It. I say it because I love. It's like what the older brother thing does. Tell people the truth because you want to help them out. If you are Jewish, go for law. I don't want to go for law. Quarter Jewish. Get into the chat room. What we got for the chat room? Anything else on the super chats? No. No more on the super chats. All right, let's talk about Black Dynamite. Dynamite! Dynamite! Um, at all, you fuckers. Nobody told me about this cartoon. Nobody. I thought I had some agents in the field. I thought I had some people out there that would have told me about this, uh, but apparently not. And I don't know how I stumbled upon it. I think I was just bored one day, and I like. And, and today is the perfect day. It's still cloudy out. It's still dark out. I'm going to binge on Black Dynamite. Trust you me. If you don't know these cartoons I'm about to mention, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying it for those of you who are cultured and have actually seen these cartoons. You say, "Holy shit, I got to tune into Black Dynamite." Take Archer. Combine it with uh, Adventure Adventure Brothers. Put it in a black exploitation 1970s Shaft era with Kung Fu. And here's the kicker. All the bad people, all the enemies are not the monarch or anything. All the enemies are 1970s celebrities. And that's Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite is kind of like Shaft, uh, except he's cooler. If you can imagine that, uh, <laughs> this is one of the, it's better than Archer. It is better than Archer. Not a lot. Archer is brilliant. I'd say it's on par, maybe even beats Venture Brothers. But Black Dynamite, the cartoon, not the movie. We got to uh, delineate between the two. Black Dynamite, it's just brilliant. <clears throat> and the re among the other things that I said, but the characters, the enemies are 1970 celebrities. So they got like this whole list of enemies they can go through. Black Dynamite fights Mr. Rogers. He fights Mr. In this, in this post, like apocalypse now, Vietnam, everything's orange and shadowy. And he's fighting Mr. Rogers in Kung Fu because Mr. Rogers stole the kids from his orphanage slash orphanage. Black Dynamite <clears throat> runs an orphanage slash orphanage for rejected whores. You cannot come up. Whoever is behind this has got to have an IQ of like 200,000. 200,000. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny, man. And it's intelligent on top of it, too. He goes, he battles. He battles Michael Jackson. Not old Michael Jackson. Little Michael Jackson. Little kid Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5. And um, Honeybee, who's he's got a he's got a crew. He's got he's got a he's got a, a crew of uh, kung fu fighters, um, and their characters unto themselves. Matter of fact, now you think about it, Black Dynamite is about the only normal guy in the entire show. <laughs> but uh, Honeybee, Honeybee is the woman. You know, she got the big ass titties, the fucking afro, standard seventies cutting of boots and everything. Like God bless America. And, and so Michael Jackson shows up. She's like, oh, my God, Black Dynamite. It's Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5. And the writing is so brilliant. Black Dynamite says, yes, I know who Michael Jackson is and where he is from. 
<laughs> and then the charming aspect at the end of it. So Michael Jack, and I'm sorry, not Michael Jackson. Black Dynamite goes. He fights up against Mr. Rogers, Bill Cosby, uh, Michael Jackson. The first episode, he fights the fucking Muppets. The Muppets are brainwashing these kids through public television to become gangsters and like bring them money. You can't make it up. It's so brilliant. But at the end, uh, Black Dynamite, it's almost like a, like in South Park. You're like, hey, what do we learn here? Dude? There's always like that. Let's say hey, we, we should have learned something. There's a moral to take away. Black Dynamite, even though he's kicked the shit in, maybe even killed some guys, he always tries to make friends. And there's like a moral lesson like, hey, Michael Jackson, maybe you should like not show people your scary white face until you know let it gradually grow into it. You <clears throat> as best as I've sold it as I could to you, I can't sell it any better than you guys watching the episode. I mean, solo was good, credibles are good. Black Dynamite, if for those of you that have watched Venture Brothers, you're like, wow, where was this shit? Where can I get it? Dude, Black Dynamite, the cartoon. I don't know about the movie, I never saw the movie. Oh, but my God. And that's what I'm going to do after I'm done with you motherfuckers. I'm going to go and binge on Black Dynamite. Wayward Hero, the Wizard of Oz episode. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. See, that's what I'm I'm looking forward to. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Bafano Alano asked, did Aaron watch the Boondocks cartoon? I couldn't get into it. Um, people say I would like it. I just, I, I, I don't know. Kid looks too pissed off. I don't need, I don't, again, I don't need no political commentary. I'm afraid if I watch Boondock Saint, there's going to be some political commentary there. And, oh, why is it keeping me oppressed? I don't want to deal with that fucking bullshit. Black Dynamite? That is the funnest fucking shit I have seen in decades. Well, not decades, but a decade. A decade at least. That is just straight up fucking hilarious fun. Anybody, well, okay, not anybody can watch it. Problem I face with my old man is um my old man's really smart and he has a good flavor, a good taste for comedy. But uh he's married to a very traditional woman. <laughs> I told you guys this story before, didn't I? I'll tell it again to give you kind of context. This is not gossip, this is just to give you context. It's not, not I'm not exposing anything here. <clears throat> uh my old man and his current wife which is kind of funny because they've been married 20 years. I never thought he did it, but he did. Also, I'm like, well, what, what happened to the 20 years? Holy shit. Was that 20 years? No, I'm old as fuck. That's when my beard's going gray. I look like fucking Rich Cooper all of a sudden. What happened to my gray beard? Um, They had a 20-year uh, anniversary, which you, you got to celebrate that. It, <clears throat> you got to go, go celebrate that. So we go there, and, and – um, she had all of her uh, kindling and children and things and stuff. And the, and for those of you who are already going to go down that dark path, she's a widow. So don't think, oh, she get divorced. No, this is a nice woman, very nice, honorable woman, right? And and this is this is on the straight up and up, which is why I think it may be less than 20 years. That aside, nice, sweet lady, uh, but very pure, uh, way more better moral character than I ever am. So... Typical baby boomer fashion. Uh, we're all going to go on this boat for this cruise, celebrate <clears throat> good time. So there's the whole family. <clears throat> Obviously, you want a picture. And for all of us under the age of 327, we know that if you take one picture of the whole family with one digital device, camera or phone, 
You just emailed to everybody. So they enlist this poor woman. Standby. Got snipered. Like, hey, can you take it? Oh, yeah. She didn't know what she was getting into. And then every baby born here, take a picture with mine. Take a picture with mine. And I looked, the kids, the kids are grandchildren now, but they're in their 20s. Like, can't they just fucking email? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I Look, I've been here. I've been here. I'm Gen X. Trust me. I've been here. Don't worry. This is what's going to happen. And so we take all these freaking pictures. So after a while, I get sick and tired of it. And so there's a, you know, a thousand people in the picture. I start posing with copying a field my girlfriend's boob. <laughs> Looking at her cleavage. I got creepy hand going on. Very, very not a And that woman, like a sniper, identified it. Like before we left, she's like, I saw what you did there. That was not very right. That was it. I, I, got, I got yelled at. <laughs> uh, so she, she picked it out. Uh, shit, where was I going with this? Oh, so it's not for uh, Black Dynamite is definitely not for your grandmother. Uh, Black Dynamite is not for appropriate, uh, good Christian, Jewish, Muslim women. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely, well, if you got a tomboy girl, I think everybody will find it funny. Women will reluctantly find it funny. The GF, she, I don't know if you guys ever see Father Ted. Any of you guys see Father Ted? Say something in the chat room. I got it. I got the chat room up. If you haven't seen Father Ted, you all got to go see Father Ted. Um, women, they won't admit it. They will not admit it, but there's some genuinely funny shit out there. That's uh, typically, you know, quote guy humor. And father Ted is one, three stooges. Another perfect example. Oh, oh, the Russians are attacking. Hang on. Hang on. Let me, that's going to be too late. All right. Russia's done attacking. Russians are attacking us anymore. Anyway, so there's a couple things like uh, <clears throat> Father Ted, Three Stooges, stuff like that. Uh, they'll roll their eyes. They won't admit it's funny, but they're smiling and laughing the entire time. And um, now it was me copping to feel very funny. Although she seemed really legitimately pissed off about it. I'm like, how can you, lady, you're about to die. Can you just loosen up a bit? Just relax. Have some fucking fun. Uh, but Father Ted and Black Dynamite, <clears throat> I would say, are strictly male humor, but a woman who can loosen up a little bit will enjoy it. But it's definitely, it, not only is it guy humor, it's, it's highbrow humor. Highbrow. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. You got to pay attention. Because I know there's the stuff going on on the screen where it's very funny, but then there's the words and the interaction of the play that if you got that IQ above 110, you're going to pick up on it. And it is. Fucking brilliant. Just fucking brilliant. Uh, all right. Let's go for some more sponsors. XYZ.net.au. Check those guys out. Uh, if you guys have not, I think all you 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 Hanyakers, you schmoes, how many people we got in the chat? Booty booty boo, booty booty bee, beady beady bum. 62 now. Why is it 25 likes in the 62 of you watching right now? Everybody go vote it up. Let's do some O'Shea Jackson shit going on. Oh, I got to tune into O'Shea. I haven't, I haven't downloaded this on this one. Wayward Hero says, Father Ted, my hero, which had the guy that played Father Dougal as the lead. 
I'm Irish and we quote it in conversation daily with real without realizing it. Father Ted is like, yes, gobshite. Yes, thank God. All you guys know who Father Ted is. <laughs> Atham. I put Atham on to Father Ted. Here's a Mexican washing windows who's a spelunker. And if that's not unique enough, I don't know what is unique enough for you girls. Did I get him addicted to Father Ted? <laughs> you guys have got to see Father Ted. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Oh. Uh... Go back. All right, you guys have all read the books. Reconnaissance Man, Black Man's Got a Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Client, Curse of the High IQ, Poor Richard's Retirement. If you have bought them and read them, please review them online. That's about the only thing you could do remaining. I'm still just shy of 200 reviews on, of all things, Curse of the High IQ. I didn't realize how popular that book would be. Um, I think I'm at like 197 reviews. If I can get over 200. Look, if you guys are going to read ass like Gorilla Mindset, you know, might as well. Come on. Come on. He's got 800 reviews. Let's go here now. Aaron, do you hate the guy that wrote <coughs> Gorilla Mindset? No. What is his name? Cernovich. I do not hate Cernovich. It's just, it's just like Gorilla Mindset. Really, guys? Really? Work hard. Do things. Lift stuff. Uh, really? I know. I, uh... It's the paradox I face. Do I write a really high-quality book for my niche of people? I'll tell you this. My next book is not going to be written for men. It will be written for women. So all you guys don't have to buy it. I understand that. This is something more that I have to do intellectually. I'm not. This is not going to be a moneymaker. I do have a book on the baby boomers I want to write that I think will actually make a shit ton of money. And even then, I don't think you guys have to read it either uh, because you already know what I'm going to say. But then, after that, then I have some books that I want to write that actually will explore and advance into new philosophical and intellectual worlds. That's it. Uh, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com. Visit our good friend Adam, and you can tune into his podcast, which he hasn't had one in two weeks. Little do people realize I kind of live on the podcast. I live on the interwebs. And uh, he's got, it's a great book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. You want to talk about a, a hero's journey, and but the, the, the journey is still being written. The book is still being written. He's not dead. He's not even old. A little bit older than me. <clears throat> Maybe that's the sad part. Maybe it's like we won and you have all this energy. I wonder if Adam has that same problem that I do. You struggle and stress. Let me tell all of you guys something. Let me let me give you a little bit of advice. Uh, and it's it's a problem that's going to come out of left field, and you didn't think it's going to come. I'm going to assume most of us did not have mom and dad pay our fraternity dues. I'm just going to assume that. I'm going to assume most of us didn't have mumsy and popsy paying for our tuition. And this is a huge uphill battle. And I think it is one of the best battles that you can ever fight. I think it makes us superior men and women. I truly do. Because when I see somebody who had, like there's this guy, uh, Dean Phillips, uh, he's running for office for the fourth district, third district, somebody you know, over there. This guy's a pussy. This guy's a pussy. He, his, I think he's in part for the, 
Seagram's family? He belongs to so his family is like this multi-billion. He's like Mark Dayton version 2.0. He's just this trust fund baby piece of shit. He's a weak man. He's not a real man. He played hockey because daddy could afford it. I couldn't afford hockey. Well, I didn't like hockey either, but the, the whole point is for those of us that actually, you know, you could if your parents are there or not, imagine two worlds. Your parents are there or not, and they took all their money with them. If you're still in the exact same situation, yeah, you're in for a hurdle. You're in for a climb. And that climb is going to make you a superior man or woman compared to the Dean Phillips and the Mark Daytons of the world. You're just going to be, you are, you are going to be a superior person, a better person, a more productive person, more intelligent, more industrious, just everything. Everything about you will be better and superior to people who had it fucking handed to them. <clears throat> but here's the problem. Unless there's war or a major financial recession, you inevitably will get to the point you succeed. You'll put your 20 years into the military. You came from the ghetto and you, you put your 20 years. Now you're a uh, senior master sergeant or you're, you're, you're a colonel, whatever. And you get your, your uh, retirement pay. And then you go consult for six figures. I've seen it, guys. I've seen it. And you won't know what to do. You'll be geared your entire life, 20, 30, even 40 years of your life, will be geared towards getting out of poverty and struggling and surviving and, and having that fucking throttle, redlining it all the way through, and you won't be able to back off. You will not be able to pull that throttle back. You will not be able to prevent yourself from redlining because that's how you got out of poverty. And after 30 years, after 40 years, you know nothing but, and you won't be able to throttle back. And you'll try and throttle back, and it will fuck with your mind. Because you're afraid that you're going to lose what you have. Even though it's not going to go away. Even though it's pretty <clears throat> obvious and painfully there. Like asshole consulting, never going to go away. I know that. I, I The frontal cortex of me knows that. Oh my God. You want to talk about a booming business. You Gen X women keep getting divorced, man. You keep raising single kids in a single family home. I want families broken. I have the most secure, fertile industry into the future ever. Nuclear family ain't coming back. Don't worry about that. Still worry. Still wake up at night like, oh, what about this? What about that? Always worrying. I don't have an answer, but just be aware. Things may suck now, but you're on such a trajectory because of the amount of effort and energy you're putting into it. You're going to blast through the fucking Dean Phillips of the world, even they're with their parents' money. Well, maybe not. That's a lot of freaking money. <laughs> a lot of freaking money. You can't be a Democrat and have that much money without just being completely spoiled having that much money. <clears throat> but from a psychological standpoint, you'll get there. You'll, you'll get escape velocity. You will reach orbit. You'll be outside of Earth's gravitational pull. And you'll be up there like, what do I do now? And I don't know how to answer that. And that's the problem coming your way. That is the problem coming your way. A lot of people say you should have kids, but if you're in survival mode, you don't want to have kids. Kids are the last thing, and it puts you in this paradox. Normally, you'd have that energy to help raise kids. But if you're smart like me, you'd be like, no, no, I, I don't want to have no kids. Can't have, I can't. I can barely support myself. But then they're, like, it switches real quick on you. All of a sudden, like, not only can I support myself, I can support a bunch of kids. What the hell happened? 
what I mean, it was in a in a three year period, which is lightning speed. I was destitute and poor. Now I'm doing all right. What the fuck happened? And even though I told you I work a lot, I do work a lot, but then I take some breaks. It's kind of like, okay, what do I do now? You're like, oh, well, uh, you sit here and do some more work. You just keep going like you do. You keep pushing that throttle. What if I don't want to throttle anymore? Yeah, go ahead. Let Try and let go of the throttle. Can you let go? You can't even let go. You can't let go. Bwah! 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 Do not know how to let go. That's, that's what's going to happen, guys. You will not know how to let go. Just warning you. Just warning you. Look at this. Are we at an hour and 25? This has been a great podcast. How are things going? Uh, asshole Consulting, you guys know where to come talk to me. Uh, check out the Older Brother podcast. Go to the Older Brother website if you need, like, there's a podcast archive. Like I said, that really is just the backup battleship. In case the Google says, we don't like what you think. You said women should work just as hard as men and major in engineering instead of sexist race. League of Extraordinary Podcasters. Shall we go through them? 405media.com. Check out John Grant's group. Financial Survival Network with our good friend, Uncle Kerry. Kerry Lutz. He's into the uh, precious metals and the... Um, Invest to uh, hedge in the insurance world, as I was talking about. That's a sad. That's a sad point. I mean, there's another perfect example I was talking about before. Kerry Lutz is a great podcaster, a great uh, online media personality. He he could have he should have been in law. Well, he's a lawyer, but he should have been in law. But his calling because of all the screwed up inness, he's he's in that. Canto talk, Silvio Canto, our good buddy Silvio Canto, over at BlogTalkRadio.com. O'Shea Jackson. <clears throat> I got him. I should. Uh, should I binge on him? I'll binge on him later. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch. Uh, Black Dynamite. That's a perfect rainy day. Sun hasn't come out yet. Economic invincibility. He came up with a recent video that seems to be doing very popular. Jim Fear at 138. Jim Fear138.blogspot.com. TJ Martinell. He's come up with some really good, thoughtful podcasts as the past two weeks. Uh, past two podcasts. Small scale life. My asshole friend who doesn't hang out with me anymore. I'm busy, man. Like I gotta like go around and do things. I'm up in Wisconsin. I'm Driving my son back to college. Why is your son driving back to college? You have to drive your son back to college at 19, huh? 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 Nobody drove me back to college at 19 because I never left. Never came back home. Aaron, are you pissed off? at the? Yes. Yes, I am. Very much so. Entrepreneurs in Cars, a good friend, Rich Cooper. Michael Kingswood, podcast.michaelkingswood.com slash RSS. Tune in to Michael Kingswood's short story readings if you want to get a break from politics. The only non-communist science fiction writer in the entire world, Michael Kingswood. Check him out. We got Doc, Dr. David Perotin, down there in Wisconsin, doing his cycling, dealing with his daughters and his wife, making billions of dollars. What does he bill out at? $700,000 an hour. What does he do? He said... He got some kind. He, he's looking to retire. He's only a couple. I think he's only a couple of years older than me. We're about the same age. I think he's a couple of years older than me. 
and already he's and I gotta I gotta tip my hat to him. Um, he's already talking retirement, and he's got two kids. And I'm like, wow, like uh, you're a pro, and he is. He's he's America's foremost safety as- expert. And if you like, well, that sounds kind of boring. I don't know. When you think about not dying, uh, he has some really interesting shit over on his site. Go to safetyphd.com. Check him out. Like if you got kids, you don't want your kids getting kidnapped or pedophiled. Uh, he's got the statistics on that. I know it's kind of boring and actuarial. You know, it's kind of insurance. Let's lower risk. But yeah, let's lower risk. Um, and he's been busy. He's been running around consulting. Could have come on the podcast last time. I guess he's too damn good for us. Guess he's too damn good. Riding his Trek bike all over Wisconsin there. He's actually in kind of a nice part of Wisconsin. You can just go up like all those lakes. Uh, what else we got? Uh, if you guys want to buy gold and silver, go with my buddy Mike. Call him at 763-657-7843. 763-657-7843. What is the price of silver? That's got to come down because everybody's going into crypto. Silver price. And silver prices. Yeah, look at this, $14. Uh, it won't let me adjust 30-day chart. I don't want the 30-day chart. I want like the I want the five-year precious metals. No, I don't want to buy the freaking chart. I just want the goddamn price. Okay, all right, all right. Interactive chart, here we go. I need to upgrade my file for fuck's sake. All right, never mind. You know what? Old Captain's going to hit the can first. I'll be back. Are you really going to go pee? Yes, I am. Oh, oh, yeah, when she looks right at me, yes, 
I just had to go pee. Paul and Chan and Yappa Bapa, the girl from Ipanema goes walking. Yep, oh, hey, this sounds watering. Put that away. In our soap water. Bring a ton of soap water. I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> Two silver. All right, let's go back into the super chats in the chat room here. Oh wow, look at all this. Oh wow, thanks. Holy shit. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Let's get all the way back. All right, there's Chad's. Let's go through the super chats. I like drunk Claire. Unfortunately, I'm not drunk. Uh Chad Elkins, Claire, I have a client coming in any second. I'm gonna keep your podcast audible during our tax meeting. I hope I don't scare that client away. Hopefully she's hot. Allow me to tell you the world of Chad Elkins. And now he's like shaking his head. And now his client is listening. <laughs> he really does have the uh, Sam Spade. If you don't know who Sam Spade is, it, it was the, uh, I think it was the Maltese Falcon. It's the film noir Humphrey Bogart Um Office, you know, like she came walking in. I had three shots in me. One was of whiskey, the two were of lead. And then, you know, oh, Mr. Johnson, I'm so, well, I need a man to protect me. And it's kind of like Chad, except we could have that sultry saxophone playing in the background and be black and white. He even has like the the shades that he could open and close and it'd be all shadowy and everything. And, and the light really would shine in from the street light. He could be smoking cigarettes. He doesn't smoke and you can't smoke in his biz, in his building, but let's just say he did. He, she came in and had a problem with an LLC. I've seen those girls before. They were trouble, nothing but trouble. Of course, she wanted to file a tax extension. I had an extension for her, but it wasn't of the tax type. You know, and that's, that's basically how I imagine Chad Elkin's world. Let's get to the rest of the super chats. Exalams, what do you mean, Aaron watching Black Dynamite? Dude, it's great. What do you do? You don't think I can I can watch Black Dynamite? How can you like Black Dynamite? Jack Flowers sends five bucks. Thanks a lot. Moving from Singapore to Dallas. Any suggestions for red pill activities in Dallas? Uh, I know this is going to sound really lame. Dalton or Dalton? Hang on, let me look this up. It's Dalton, Texas. Denton. Denton. My God, there is so much fun shit to do in Denton. Like, it's all my favorite restaurants. Like, there was a sauce club. There's a jazz club. There's a Chipotle. There was a Potbelly's. Um, I like Denton. Now it's probably all just, well, it is, like, suburbanite bliss. Uh, but if you're in Dallas, uh, I don't know. Just enjoy big-titted blondes with fake titties. That's uh, <laughs> Enjoy America. It's uh, I don't know about red pill activities, but you can shoot guns. You're in Texas, man. I don't think it's Dallas that really defines it. It's the fact you're in Texas. Uh, Blackheart donates two bucks but has no requests. Strands of Time donates five euro. Speaking of Father Ted, this money is just resting in Clary's Super Chat account before you open <laughs> Ah, it's brilliant, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Father, ah, you know what? You guys should just go watch it. 
Just go watch Father Ted. I think it's online for free. If not, buy through my Amazon affiliate program. That's basically, if you can't find it for free, you go through my Amazon affiliate program. Get it there. Um, yeah, Father Ted, I'll explain. Let me explain the concept for everybody who doesn't know the concept of Father Ted or the premise. You're on Craggy Island, which is this northeast Atlantic island off the coast of Ireland. And it's blustery and cold and windy. It's basically a, uh, not a gulag, but it's uh, where bad priests have been banished by the Catholic Church. And there are three priests uh, stationed over at Craigie Island. There's Father Ted, there's uh, McDougal or Dougal, and then there's uh, Father Jack. And Dougal is this young, innocent, naive moron. And I cannot understate that. Jack is just basically this womanizing, lecher, alcoholic version of me, basically. But he's old, and he curses, and he swears. Uh, and then there's Father Ted, who's the most normal of them, but he got banished there for embezzlement because people thought he had some money and an account and all that. And that's the running gig and the joke. And then uh, hilarity ensues. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's one of the most I'd, – I'd, I'd say the only thing that's better than Father Ted would be black books. Um, and it is on par with IT crowd. Uh, and I'm not saying that just because of British. I'm saying all time. Uh, that includes American shows. But the only thing that may beat it would be, um, uh, oh, what's the one? World War II. Well, I can't remember it. No. Hogan's Heroes. Okay. Let's see. This is my uh, then. Ba -ba -ba -da -ba. Nihilism, nihilism, nil. You guys are talking amongst yourself. I know comedy. Yeah, I do know comedy. I know good comedy. All right, I think that's it. Let me take a look at the notes. That's it, guys. All right. Uh, many thanks for all the super chat uh, chats and uh, checking that out. Oh, that's why it's unmuted. Sorry, I'm still experimenting. Uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, and that's it. I'll have this uploaded. Although you guys are all listening online. Uh, but we'll have this. My computer didn't fart out on me. It's a good day. It's a good day in Cappy Land. All right. We'll see all you assholes later. Toodles.